Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast exclusively for people who have seen the Moon Knight trailer. Looks pretty good, right? Like I thought it would look pretty good. Oh, it looked great. I mean, it's Oscar Isaac, so I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah, I, it's tortured Oscar Isaac, like uh, in an Egyptian-inspired setting, which is like three check marks on my list. Either way, I'm Julian. I'm the game master. I'm Sanya, and I play Charlotte. I'm Vio and I play Moon and I have not seen the trailer yet, so I will remove myself from this podcast now. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you, you, you can play in it, you just can't listen. Okay. Until well, you've watched it. I mean, true. I, I think I can manage that. Yeah. By the way, I'm Mimi and I play Max. We're back after last episode where our heroes met with the local, in quotation marks, hero excavator who they invited into their base and had a little chat with about their common acquaintance, Locksmith, who disappeared and you heard about a ransom note and all that and you made a deal or basically like a, a promise with Excavator that you'd basically invite their team over or that Excavator would bring her team to talk to you and to solve this thing together. Yeah, yes. So, before the team arrives, because that's going to be a couple of minutes, do you just want to skip to them arriving or do you want to do some investigating beforehand? I was I going... would like to do something. All right. I was just going to ask uh, if Excavator is still insisting on keeping her metalhead. Yes. She's just a metalhead. Absolutely. Head. Okay. For uh, as long as you're there, <sighs> uh, Excavator will insist on having a metalhead. What is Charlotte planning to do? Well, I want to have a look at the note and see if I can find some kind of clue. You know, maybe Does? Uh, there's a hint in the ink or mm -hmm. how they write or something like that. Does speed reading help you with analyzing <laughs> something very quickly? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say it gives you like a numerical bonus, but you can definitely... If you roll well, flavor it as such. Uh, what I will say is you don't have the best version of the ransom note available. You basically just have this photocopy. But yeah. uh, Excavator will will have told you that they're going to bring the note with them when they come over. Okay. So you'll get to do a better analysis then. The way you have it right now, what you can see is basically what I described last time. It's a, It's clearly a Monopoly card with like an original text on it and other text written onto it. It's not like a newspaper cutout sort of thing. So it is handwriting of some sort. And yeah, the the message was formulated slight uh, was uh, was written slightly cryptically with this whole we threw away the key to the lock thing. So you can draw from that what you will. Okay. I really wish I had one of the star moves right now. Which one? The gossip, Max. When you tap into the gossip and rumor of the celebrity industry for information on an important city figure, role plus superior. On a hit, you can ask the GM questions. One of the questions is literally, where and when can I find them? <laughs> I mean, that is all about celebrities, right? Yeah, I mean, I still think you could probably frame it in a way if it's like a villain known to some people in the public that just um, sort of pooling in with the fans and finding, for example, a villain that sort of has this card game or board game theme going on. I think that's something that you don't necessarily need a, 
need a role, uh, need like a special move for uh, finding out if a villain like that exists is something that I'd say you can just do usually. Like, uh, it's of course better if you have like access to like some special knowledge base, like the SOS data databases. Or if my yeah. ship was here, who could? Yeah, or if your ship was here, which everything? specifically does that. Yeah. Uh, or alternatively, though, like it's Waypoint, you can Google. Uh, <laughs> you can definitely just Google stuff to figure out, you know, hey, there's like Waypoint supervillain playing card theme. Yeah. Like that's for sure something that will drop like a news article or something. Yeah, I just think it's so useful because the questions are very different from the ones we have, for example, for Pierce the Mask. Mm, true. Yeah. So you can definitely look it up if you want to. Yeah, I would definitely try to do that. Okay, so what you figure out is, you know, playing card theme, that's that's not the most original. Like you don't find anyone with like a specific Monopoly playing card theme. But there is, there used to be a supervillain like back in the 80s who had a playing card theme, but like not these kinds of cards, like the classic poker set, <laughs> with like his henchmen were like, uh, n with his henchmen were like jokers and kings and queens and all of that, uh, flavored after that. That villain was definitely asexual. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> What you don't find is someone who has like a board game MO or something like that. Like if that exists, they must be new enough on the scene that you don't find uh, any recorded history of them. Okay. Um, I would also like to, you know, further investigate my last theory that it could be uh, corrupt super uh, superheroes. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> therefore, I would quickly run to that office we were Okay, yeah. And ask if anyone else has, in the last few days, had some kind of question about um, Riverside. Yeah, you can you can do that. Uh, I just want to ask really quickly, do you run off without telling them that you're doing that? <laughs> or do you uh, uh, tell them in no, advance? No, I, I tell them that uh, I will go to that office and ask All if right. someone has, you know, has asked about uh, Riverside. Mm. Max, Max, she told us before she ran off. That's progress, <laughs> right? Now it just yeah. now it only has to happen in a time critical under pressure situation and then I'll be happy. <laughs> uh you you make your way back to the office of superhero affairs and you yeah there's a secretary sitting at the front who looks at you like slightly baffled as you super speed in but uh, quickly gathers themselves and says uh superhero what gave it away? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I'm Sobold, and uh, I would just like to ask you a question, if that's okay. You get the same reaction you get almost every time you say, I'm Sobold, which is like mild confusion, but then people just settling in on it. And the secretary shakes their heads a head a little, just like slightly confused, before like going back to you. All right, what, what do you have a question about? Uh, well, we... Uh, I just wanted to know if um, there was someone in the last few days, maybe up to like two weeks or something, who has asked about Riverside. Um, let me check Riverside. I mean, asked about it. Anything more specific than that? Mm, maybe they asked about uh, if there are already superheroes there. We have a few we have a few just general checkups here super teams that want to get settled in and that ask around like where are 
places available in the city. Yes. Riverside only very recently got a super team. Actually, just yesterday, uh, looks through the files. Oh, oh, it, you, you guys, right? Yeah. Yes, that's uh, me and my team. Yes. So there that was no one else sense. there. Uh, no one who asked around here, but I don't know who would ask something like that unless they. I mean, there's been a few situations in Riverside that have required superheroic intervention, but that happened from people outside. Okay, could you tell me about that? There was a chemical spill about a week ago, and no one died or got superpowers, <laughs> but someone had to deal with it. It was like slight radiation leaks from like coolant that. Long story short, the SOS sent someone who was is able to like absorb nuclear energy <gasps> it was to Super like. Girl! Stop the whole thing from becoming a catastrophe. Uh, and who did they send? Uh, Dr. Supergirl. Yes! His name. Uh, okay, okay. He's, I think, their resident psychiatrist, but he also can absorb nuclear power. Yes. Was there any other incident I should know about? Nothing of bigger importance, really. There were a few... Sh the, the secretary types a little bit more and looks stuff up. A few just, you know general crime cases stolen cars smashed windows stuff like that uh were there any perpetrators taken into custody uh, from what i can see it was dealt with what does that mean i mean someone was sent and dealt with it and that's ominous <laughs> the firehawks were sent because they was like in the southern area and the sos sent a few people for these three things those happened in the north And who did the SOS send? Um, is that important? It might be. All right. So they send, uh, let's see. They sent the Irishman. They send the Optic Man. They send uh, a radiator kit. And Black Hawk. Are you just making them up on the spot or do you have a list? I have a list. That doesn't mean that I didn't make them up on the spot. <laughs> It just means they get added to the list. Yeah. Okay, uh, just one more question. Could you tell me which uh, superheroes are in the Firehawks team? Uh, I can just print you out a list. That's That publicly great. available information. That would be great. Thank you. Uh, the secretary just does just that and give you a list. Okay. Anyone we would recognize? Are any of the four people we know <laughs> on that <laughs> list? The list does not feature the superhero names you've heard so far. Oh, damn it. Okay, so the only one we know is uh, Dr. Supergirl. That's the only one you've met before who has done something okay. bigger, like superhero level yeah. in <laughs> Riverside. Uh, so I will tell the others about what I found out. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a chemical spill a week ago. You didn't bring me a hot dog? Oh, Charlotte, come on. I'm sorry, we do not have time for that. We can get a hot dog when we have saved Gale. But Is that a deal? An empty stomach makes for bad thinking and bad saving. And I mean, for you, it's like a minute. That's not a sign of a good leader. A leader has to take care of, of, the, of her team. <laughs> Listen, people's lives are at stake. We can't spare any second. We have a very tight, uh -huh. tight schedule right Moon now. Moon says while grabbing another piece of chip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, just as you talk about how you don't have much time left, the door rings. 
Um, Max goes uh, to open it, but takes an excavator with her. Okay. Yeah, you, you make your way over there. And yeah, also you don't hear steps from a uh, anywhere else in the building. Uh, it appears that Enoch is either busy with something else or not home right now. <laughs> because he also didn't barge in on the whole conversation earlier. You make your way to the door. And as you open it, behind the door, there's a group of two people. <gasps> Which are <laughs> two men in suits. Okay. One of them is a man who wears basically a suit jacket over a hoodie. And the other one is just a man in a very traditional suit who has a paper bag over his head with two eye holes cut out of them, uh, out of the paper bag. That's an interesting costume choice. <laughs> <laughs> so and, of, of all uh, of that, you thought them wearing suits was the important first impression we were getting. That was the first thing I thought of when I thought of what, how, how did I make these guys look again? <laughs> uh, Excavator uh, immediately recognizes them and says, well, um, here they are. That's salesman and the manager. Vibe check. You can actually get into their minds. <laughs> okay. They are not made of metal. Despite the powerful uh, paper bag, you <laughs> do manage to get through to the person underneath it. Just quick vibe, just like, are they suspicious? Are they angry? Are they relaxed? Just what's the, what's the mood I could get from if Moon were able to read body language? Just I mean, the thing you thing, immediately so. get from them is just they're not, they're not like chill right now. They seem to be pretty unnerved by this whole situation. You also quickly figure out that the guy with the paper head is the manager and that <laughs> the other one is salesman. Okay. And yeah, they, they both step in and make their way like awkwardly over to the snack area the manager actually takes off his suit jacket and looks for any place to hang it up do we have he can i mean he i guess you can hang it on the back of a chair or something we should i mean there's, it, there's probably like hooks at, around the door somewhere that you can hang that stuff up on yeah he, he he's just gonna put it somewhere and let you lead him over um charlotte max just for the moment, maybe don't tell them what I can do just yet. And she shoots a very irritated thought towards um, towards <laughs> Excavator. Unlike some people, other people can be polite about this. You, you can tell that Max is surprised that Moon wants to hide something. You also get that Moon is still super frustrated um, with Excavator's mm. um, yeah. immunity. <laughs> uh, the, the manager sits down first. And looks around at the people uh, at the table with him. And only only like after a nod from him, the uh, does salesman also sit down. Moon waves. Um, thank you so much for coming. I hope nothing has happened to you yet. And yeah, we're, we're on the case to find, we're, to find Gail. Um, yeah, uh, not yet. Not yet, at least. Um, I'm glad to hear that. I'm starbolt, by the way. Yeah, Excavator mentioned that on the phone. So, cool. Cool, Starbolt. So, you met Locksmith yesterday. Yes. Okay, what did you talk about? What did what did Locksmith talk about with you? Well, um, she told us that she wanted to be a superhero and that you're responsible for Riverside and that you're trying to take care of people and help people. And yeah, we just wanted to help you do that. 
salesman leans forward a little. He has like slightly messy blonde hair and basically looks up at Charlotte looking her in the eye specifically and says, that's a bit of a weird story because she disappeared right after that. Um, is that actually what happened? And Charlotte, you kind of feel an, you kind of feel like you really want to tell him the truth. Vibe check. Oh, okay. Um, well, yes, of course. Uh, we, I promise we didn't kidnap Charlotte. Uh, uh, sorry. Wrong <laughs> <Her> name. <laughs> she told us that there are some problems and that, you know, we wanted to help her with that, but we didn't kidnap her. Moon, you get the vibe that Charlotte really wants to tell the truth right now. Does it feel weird in any way or just very natural? I mean, I, mean, I guess... What do you mean? I, I, th Charlotte. That's the question. Like, how do you determine that? Yeah, Sunny, I, I, I think that what I know of Charlotte, she would have told the truth anyway and would have wanted to tell the truth anyway. Yeah. So I don't... Yes. I, I will, re I will retract my vibe check. I don't think Moon will notice. <laughs> would notice just Charlotte being Charlotte. <laughs> A salesman nods slowly and says, yeah, I, I think they're telling the truth. And the manager like nods slightly. It, it, there's like a cr crankling sound from the paper bag. <laughs> All right. Um, good. Then we really are working together from the looks of it. Um, so you're a licensed team then? Yes, we are. Interesting. I didn't think we had a licensed team here like a long time ago. Like before I went into this business altogether. But since um, the supervillains kind of moved out of the area, there hasn't been a lot going on. Well, at least that. Charlotte, well, yes. Charlotte, what was the thing about being short on time again? If we have time for this nonsense, we have time for a hot dog. I shoot a uh, thought to Moon. We are trying to get information right now. <laughs> we do not have time for a hot dog. I could eat a hot dog while you ask them stuff. So no supervillains here, but is there like organized crime or anything? I mean, yeah, organized crime always, but usually usually what we have in this area are like the outstretched fingers of organized crime. It's the area has lost a lot of let's say prestige in the last couple of decades and Being a big, flashy, costumed supervillain isn't a cheap thing, and people who have a lot of money don't live here anymore. So usually what we get are like, you know, just street gangs that are like five or six people. And the term of, in terms of organized crime, like the edge of a mafia family, maybe. Anything that could be a big target for like the big organizations? I wouldn't know of anything. That's why this whole kidnapping thing, this whole trying to muscle us out of the area thing is really weird. Like, I don't, I don't see what we would be a threat to. Hmm. The only thing I can think of is maybe, I don't know, people who don't want to pay their due anymore or something like that. Charlotte, maybe the, the original note can tell us something more? Yeah, I ask for the for the real note. Ah, yes. He he puts his hand into like the pocket of his shirt and pulls out a small plastic bag and hands it over to you. Uh, now that you can turn it around, you see that it's one of the cards with a question mark on the back, uh, not one with a treasure chest on the back. And yeah, 
it's it's the same note. What you can also see is that the text was written on it because the last one you saw was black and white. What you can now see is that the text was written in blue ink onto the card. So what exactly did you mean by pay the due? Well, we're not one of the official teams. We're not licensed, so we kind of live off of community donations. Extortion, I think he means. Does he mean that? Are those donations voluntary? I mean, they're voluntary by anyone who wants to be protected by us. If you don't pay them, you know, we're a service and we're not funded by the government. So we fund ourselves off of community Anyone donations. you rejected okay. recently or is somehow indebted to you? I mean, there's always one or two of those. Like, yeah, there were a couple robberies in the recent history that were done on people who weren't under our protection. But that's just basically something that happens. And usually it's more of a, I don't know, it's, it feels terrible to say this, but usually it's kind of a promotional tool for us because it shows people how important our work is. And like, we don't ask for that much. Okay, so you don't think it's someone from the community? I don't think so, because you can just stop paying us. Like we're not gonna, we're not the, we're not the fucking mafia. We're not gonna run into your house and smash your pots or whatever. Uh, Charlie, do you want to tell them what you found out? Uh, yeah, of course. So I heard there was a chemical spill last week. Uh, yeah, I only heard about that like on the edge of it. It was in the industrial part. Uh, yeah, slightly do you up know north. if there's some someone involved there from what i can tell it was just a workplace accident i don't know if anyone okay. was involved in that it wasn't the first time like they had to empty out the building this happens a few times here like sometimes bomb threats that kind of stuff that's the only way i heard about it because they like emp emptied out the building we showed up to like see if anything was going on but by the time we came there it, it was basically done already and then like two days later the sos showed up Two days later. Well, it's out of so, outside of their jurisdiction. That's why a team like ours has become kind of relevant here. Okay. Uh, were there workers who were, you know, angry about that? I mean, mainly the bosses, because they couldn't open up again for, like, a couple days. Okay. Now I have a question, and Moon directs that at, at um, well, the boss. <laughs> mm -hmm. When we met Gail yesterday... She was very concerned about introducing us to you guys without talking to you first. Why is that? Ah, telepath. Hi, Moon waves. Well, he he waves back. <laughs> well, mm. uh, we're a little bit... Let's say we like to be secretive about where our hideout is. We're not the SOS. We don't have missile defense systems. So if, like, a local gang gets pissed at us for, like, stopping them, we don't want them coming to our hideout and shooting it up. Max, Charlotte, should we do that too? I mean, we have a, an open... Shoot it up? No! <laughs> not not advertising our home base with open draw things. Well, it's kind of too late for that. <laughs> I think it probably makes more sense to get a defense system in the future. Oh, I can yes. I can rig something up. But what I wanted to know, when when we left, I got the feeling that, well, I don't know, Julian, did I, I, I assumed, because I, you know what happened afterwards, but did mm. Moon get a feeling that um, 
that Gail was going to go straight to the to to her team, or more like I have to do this sometime this evening? Did I get any sense of urgency or planning or something like that? I mean, I, I assume that the vibe you got was definitely I'm gonna deal with this today, so we can meet tomorrow. So okay, uh, 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 some degree of urgency for sure. Well, when we last saw Gail, she said she wanted to introduce us, I guess, to you guys. Um, to show us mm. the ropes about how to actually help people here in Riverside. And I got the feeling that she wanted to go straight to you guys. So maybe I know you don't want anyone to know where your hideout is, but I think this is a bit more important than that. Maybe if we travel the route between here and your hideout, we can see if there are any clues about where Gail was was kidnapped or maybe at her home or something like that. I mean, it had to have been somewhere. Hmm. Unless you've already... You have a point there. Does anyone else know about your hideout except for you four? We try our best that that doesn't happen. As far as I know, only the four of us know that that's our hideout. You also might be noticing that we are like more of an incognito, uh, incognito super team. We don't like to advertise ourselves with big costumes for exactly that reason. Yeah, very interesting okay. choice of costume. A paper bag. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not really a field person. Uh, I direct stuff from the base. I don't have any superpowers. Okay. I just manage. That's why I'm the manager. Then, okay, that's interesting, I guess. But the note, was it delivered to your, to your hideout? If so, then we can yes. assume that whoever sent it knows that you guys are there. So that yes. should be a clue. That's why, you know... We didn't want to... We were thought, thinking very hard about if we were supposed to do this, if we should meet up with you about this entire thing. Because apparently our hideout is known now. And we have to find out how. So They might have an eye on the hideout right now. Yes. <laughs> it's just he puts his hand in, hands in his lap and looks la uh, down, as far as you can see, with the paper bag <laughs> and says... It's just one of our own was kidnapped and we have no idea by whom. And our base is important. Like, if we don't have our base, we basically don't operate. That's where all of our shit is. But saving the life of one of our teammates is much more important than that. But why? Another question I have is, if you don't have any superpowers and you are the manager, you would be a much more obvious choice to get kidnapped why did they choose gail i mean her powers are pretty much exactly the kind of thing that makes it very hard to hold someone yeah this is the first time i left the base in like two weeks i barely go out so i'm not the easiest target if you don't want to topple our base hmm how how are your defenses like is it mostly secrecy or do you have some stuff to keep you safe there We have a security system. That's essentially what it comes down to. Again, we don't have missile defenses. We have an alarm that goes beep if someone goes in. Uh, do you have copies of the security system? I'm in the base. Do you have any security I don't have cameras? It with me. Okay. I have, we have security cameras. Uh, he pulls his phone from his pocket. Like, I can watch them. I get an uh, alert if anything happens, so... I'm pretty certain that currently it's safe. I think the best way to go is to 
go to your hideout right now, to be honest. Yeah, but maybe Charlotte should just check out the general area before that. I mean, I can definitely do that, like, of course. find clues or maybe if someone suspicious is lurking around. Yes, definitely, I can do that. If your theory is correct that they figured out where our base is and intercepted Locksmith on the way there, then it might be smart to follow this exact path because that seems like the missing bit of information we didn't have yet. We did check our base. We did check around the base. Okay. If that interception happened somewhere there, maybe we'll find it on the road. Okay, uh, if you tell me where your hideout is, if that's okay for you, um, I will gladly uh, look around the area and see if I find someone or something. Ooh, scouting. If that's all right with you, I'd prefer it if we accompanied you there. I know super speed and all of that, pretty useful, but... Yes, of course. Um, just maybe if we're getting close to your hideout, I should look around before you're coming in. That makes sense. Yeah, if you get attacked, I would like for us to be there. It would be yeah. very nice yes. for our team pool if we just if we didn't constantly had to check the you are ill-prepared and off-balance um, thing <laughs> with a yes. <laughs> He he basically like extends his arms to the side and says, "I do have my team. Like I, they've protected me so far." What can you do exactly? I mean, I know what excavator can do. And you again, I don't have superpowers. What about you, <laughs> salesman? Uh, I can be pretty convincing. Wow. A lot of the time, that's enough to solve a conflict. Okay. Not as flashy as some. Stuff. So is it like mind control? It's it's not really mind control. It's just, you know, I can be pretty convincing. As interesting That's... as this is, we really don't have the time. Okay, let's go. You also, like, uh, <laughs> Moon and Charlotte, you do kind of feel now that that is a pretty good superpower. Like, you feel kind of convinced by that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, yeah, you, you take off back to the well-known, twice-destroyed alleyway. <laughs> If we ever make it as big superheroes, this will be like a a place where they will put a memorial <laughs> mm. to us. If, was wa if this was one of the more slightly cartoony comics, you would see like the the paper the paper bag mask pull up an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if, as you come across this scenario, maybe we should. Hey guys, maybe we should get all the like destroyed piping and make like a a piece of art out of it or something. It it could sell for, like, a lot of money if we ever make it big. Our first destroyed property. That is putting the <laughs> cart before the road. Like, <laughs> you're, you're so far away from the horse even at this point. <laughs> the horse is this not is even the first born time, <laughs> This is the first time that Moon feels that Max is ignoring them. <laughs> An excavator is still ignoring me too. Pay attention to me. You arrive at the alleyway and... The the other team looks around and says, well, I know which uh, the other team looks around and says, uh, and uh, salesman ultimately says, well, I think the fastest way to our base would be this way and points in one area side of the like intersecting alleyway. We also basically all live at our hideout. So that's convenient. That's also where she lives. So oh, that's very convenient. Either way, this would be the direction. Okay, I guess then we walk into that direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say whoever uh, whoever wishes to. I'm gonna say one person. Um, 
let's say because you uh, wanted to look around really quickly and all of that, I'm going to leave that to Charlotte. Give me mm -hmm. an assess the situation would be the thing. I Could think. we say that, oh, do we have team when we're not in a fight? I don't think so. Uh, you do have team. You always have that base team pool. Oh, okay. That, then that I would say use. that us helping, like, if, if, if Charlotte finds anything, like, us looking around could maybe count as helping. Uh, I'm looking just right now if there's even, like, any questions you could, you could ask with this that would make a lot of sense. Um, nah, I don't, think, I don't think you have to actually mm. roll anything for that. Okay. Like, this is more of a you just look around and you can see what you can find, I think. Okay, yeah, then I just run around and uh, I also, you know, look on the roofs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, you could look through windows if there's, you know, someone there with a binoculars <laughs> or something like that. Maybe you could make the argument that it counts as an unleash your powers because of the uh, trapping of extend your senses. And Charlotte using her super speed to cover a lot of ground could... Could, you could argue it that. could be, but I don't actually think this really needs a roll. I'm gonna say I don't you, know why I'm arguing. Guys... It just means that we're probably gonna we, we can't fail a roll that doesn't happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, you walk cooler. you walk through the area. You run around and look uh, on buildings, around buildings, in alleyways, and all of that. And it it rained last night, so like. I don't know. You're you're in the middle of a city. You wouldn't be able to like follow footsteps or anything like <laughs> that either either way. But it also yeah. rains, so any evidence that would have been there has been washed away. But mm -hmm. uh, so you basically just assume which way uh, you probably to uh, which way you should probably take which way locksmith took last night. But you also don't come across any people like observing you or like observing uh, the building or all of that. And it takes, yeah, you basically make it all the way to the end of one of the alleyways where you come across basically like this big garage door made of like sheet metal that the other team walks up to and you could see a small keypad to the side of it and the other ones look at like the manager with, with like raised eyebrows like, come on, do it. And he walks over to the keypad and like angles himself so you can't see what he's typing. I can see in his mind. I can see everything. I yes. I purposely turn away. I don't. You can see in his. You can see in his mind what he's typing. Uh, I don't know. We can do. Uh, he he doesn't openly reveal that information at least, but you can probe if you want to. But he he types the information in. And the garage door basically like slowly opens. It gets stuck slightly in the middle and he has to push it up with his hand. But it ultimately rolls completely up. And behind it is a garage. Woo. And he dun, dun, dun. inside of the garage are like a few tables. You can see like a TV somewhere in the back. Uh, you see like a few bean bags. Apparently someone also read a book on how to be a good boss. <laughs> just like Charlotte. <laughs> And he, like, does a wave into the room and says, Welcome to the hideout of the Meta-Human Union. Wow. Moon is thoroughly unimpressed. <laughs> well, we're, you know, we're low budget. He, <laughs> he walks into the garage and takes a seat on one of the beanbags and waves all of you to come in as well. So... So we didn't notice anything on the way. So what what does that mean? Do you guys... Does Locksmith 
do her powers leave any kind of trace? Anything like an energy signature? I don't know, some crumbling dust when the wall disappears or something. Anything that could give us information about where she was or what she was doing. Nothing too clear. We also couldn't find anything on the security cameras. Uh, so she probably didn't make it here. Can I, can I have a look at that? I mean, you can. I just, I don't see a lot of hope in it. He pulls over a laptop and folds it open and hands it to you. Uh, it's actually still opened to the security camera footage of the last night. Hmm. When did the card show up? That was this morning. Uh, we noticed it at around 8, but it might have been there earlier. It was pushed under the garage door. And that didn't show up on the security cam either. Actually, now that you mention it, no. That also didn't show up. Moon shoots a thought towards Max and Charlotte. Wow, proper investigators here. A car shows up, but no one is on the tape. I didn't even look. I should have thought to Moon and say, be nice. I'm grumpy when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Snickers. I'm not myself when I'm hungry. <laughs> they just looked through it really quickly to find Locksmith, essentially, to see if she made it to the door. They were uh, very worried about their teammate and didn't think all too clearly. Okay. Yeah, I um, think checking out the footage from this morning is probably the most sensible thing. I was just thinking if I could use my alien tech to to get to find something, but I don't think I can alter a device to show something <laughs> that isn't there. <laughs> but I would... Um, I I would like I mean to potentially potentially like uh if you figure out what the issue might be with the footage maybe you can do that. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you um if I watched the footage with the knowledge that Moon is from a different planet and has some knowledge about technology and stuff. Do I notice anything that seems like that seems unusual or like there could be something tampering with the camera or something like that and if yes, then I would say, then I would assume that investigating that would be a role. Yeah, the question is how much time you would want to take for that. Because, like, you, you're probably going to want to look through a couple of hours. Hmm. And I'm going to say that you have probably less luck of seeing something important if you speed it up. Um, then again, Charlotte could probably do it, right? Like I think speed viewing yeah, and speed reading are basically the same thing. Knowledge. That's but true. if you you can see if you if you notice anything, it would be good good as a first pass, I guess. Mm. I mean, I can I can speed look through it. Yeah, if you, you can want. do that. Okay. I'm gonna say if you speed look through it, you do notice something mm -hmm. because you actually basically have a lot more time than anyone else has studied the uh, footage so so far. Yeah. And the th a thing you do notice is that there is like a, an that there's like basically a street cat that walks into frame at some point of the footage and like walks up to the door and meows once and then walks out of frame again. Mm -hmm. uh, and something Suspicious. that you notice is this exact thing, exactly identical, happens twice. Oh, a mistake in the matrix. <laughs> you, uh, you notice that it happens once around midnight and that it happens once around 10 p.m. Okay, then I will immediately show uh, those two clips to Moon. Do I get right. the sense uh, that oh, uh, now I would like to investigate this in depth? I assume it's going to be either illusion or just someone looping the footage over something that actually happens. 
And it's sad that um, illusion was you... my first thought and not, uh, not the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what you immediately notice when you look at it, I think, because you have a lot more experience with tech, is that this is definitely repeated footage. Okay. You also notice, like, now that you're aware of it, that the rain falls the same in both of these versions of the footage. That becomes okay. clear to you pretty quickly. Okay. So someone has tampered with that. Who has access to this? Just anyone? It's just sitting around here in your hideout? It's right over the front gate. So the only one who has footage, like, editing it are we, our computers. The front gate? Yes, that would I... That's what I thought. Can I have a look at the camera? Um, sure. So I don't know which order you want to do this, but I would like to investigate the footage for any clues how it was done. But I think the first step would be to look at the camera itself, because if it's pointed downwards towards the thing, then someone could just access it from the roof without having to be mm. in frame. Yeah, at this point, I'm going to say I'll call that and unleash your powers with your alien tech. Okay. Rolling, rolling. Oh, wait. Uh, what about your special move with alien powers? What was that um, one again? No, that's alien tech. That's It's specifically when you alter a human device with your alien technology. Mm. I don't you think... You could alter the alien, uh, the human device with your alien technology to like... You know, it's a it's a superhero comic. You could just say, oh, I'll hack the footage correct again. Yeah, you know what? Moon, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, actually, you know what? I it think says it can do something that is beyond possibility. Something so impossible. So that is definitely, yeah. yeah, that is definitely something impossible that you can do with alien tech. I'm just, yeah, I we could just say that um, I have like a diagnostic tool or something that I use for my ship that it's on mm. me that I can use to access the camera and the laptop to see if... If there's anything that a diagnostics program from space and very advanced aliens could um, pick up. Yeah, you just turn the computer basically to console mode and type a few things and then like green streams of letters flow down the screen. Yeah, and Moon does uh, some quick And stuff suddenly and, starts working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that is a six in old, but I, I have a <laughs> one in Freak, so it's a seven. So we're, we're good. It's a seven, okay. Very barely, uh, what, is, good. what does your move do on neutral again? Uh, basically, it just works. If it's um, above a ten, I can I can add stuff, and if it's below a six, it's, okay. it has an unintended side effect. Okay, so you get to hack the video footage correct again. Yay! <laughs> oh, I see. This is where the mm, oh they didn't cancel. Uh, yes, I can. I can. Oh uh, yeah, here's a temporary. What you station. notice is there's th this appears to be some sort of uh, like the footage was altered, but in a really weird way. Like, you don't see anything that would have done that on a software level. Oh. Like, from what you see, the vi the camera actually just filmed what it was seeing and nobody, like, looped anything into it. But something you notice pretty quickly is that there appears to be something wrong with the computer itself. Like, when oh. you look through it, like, some something you notice is when you shift, uh, you shift it around, you look at the material underneath the footage that you can see, you notice that the footage is actually correct just what you're seeing is wrong the problem isn't the problem with the video footage it's with the computer so the display is showing something different than the file yes hmm which is really weird to you because you don't see any technical reason why someone would do it like this this is very unnecessarily complicated they <laughs> put an illusion over the display that's basically what you get. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the vibe that you get. Can I transfer that to my um to the screen of my diagnostic thing and watch it there? Sure. Yeah. What do I see? You can. Is it still there? You see, what you see is uh, no, it's not there anymore. Now the footage works correctly. What you see is you see Gale. 
you see Gale arriving shortly before midnight, uh, making her way to the entrance of the garage and knocking on it, and actually knocking on it like a couple times for about half an hour, trying to get in. Like she also tries to guess the code at some point and it doesn't work. And ultimately you see Gale looking away from from the garage door and looking at someone just out of the viewfinder of, of, of the camera. And you see that Gale does a few movements, which right next to you, Excavator quickly tells you, oh yeah, she's putting up a wall. And you see that she gets terrified p- pretty quickly as something does manage to move up to her. And that's something you can only see from the back. But from what you can see, it seems to be someone dressed in black with a top hat. Who oh, it's the Monopoly guy. <laughs> Monopoly man. Who walks up to Gale and uh, basically with a few quick moves, like actual like fighting moves, uh, subdues her and carries her off while she screams. Oh, shit. Oh, and also drops the card. Um, One thing... Uh, I I just question you guys. Why? I thought you lived here. How didn't you? She was banging on the door for half an hour. How couldn't you hear her? Moon. I don't know. We um, we were there. I th- we were there the entire time. We couldn't hear her banging. We couldn't hear her screaming. Oh damn it! This destroys my. Oh theory. guys, I think the person has <laughs> illusion powers. He put an illusion over the over the laptop screen, and I think that's. I mean. How else could you not moon wraps on the sheet metal experimentally? I assume it rattles a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, it's super loud. I mean, that's. I guess that's the only way. If they can alter what we see, they can probably alter what we hear as well. Do these illusions work for a long time after the person is gone? Apparently. I mean, at least 24 hours, I guess. He did give us 24 hours, whoever that is. Maybe that's when the whole thing would blow out anyways, right? I guess. I mean, honestly, this... So I don't get any sense of, like, how this would work, scientifically speaking. Yeah, you don't you don't have a technical explanation for this. Okay. Because the computer otherwise seems to work perfectly normally. Okay, so, guys, I think this is magic stuff, and magic stuff is not something that I'm super familiar with. It's also not something that you get in Waypoint a lot. Long story, but there's a superhero team here that actively fights magic users, and they're usually pretty good at locating them. Why? What team is that? Uh, I think at least Max will definitely have heard of them, because they have kind of, like, a bad name, uh, and are the reason why, like, magic users tend to not visit Waypoint a lot. (laughs) But I want to meet Will here. Because this team is, like, uh, an actual problem. They're called the, uh, the Witchfinders. Of course they are. <laughs> and they, they're they like a team speci- specialized in fighting magical uh, threats. And they are effective enough that magical people usually just stay out of Waypoint. Great. Now I'm just imagining Shadwell in a superhero team. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first They for name. sure wear these like witch, witch hunter hats. At least one of them. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So someone abducted Gail. Excavator, you said she put up a wall, but... She just walks up to her. How? I've seen those walls. I've almost ran into one of those walls. Those are... I don't have an answer for this. Like, I don't know. 
Is her this is her power also like more magic based or more weird science loophole in physics based? N- not that I know of. Not that I know of. Like we haven't really studied Gale or anything like that, right? It's it's just I I never thought it was something like that. But I don't know um, how whoever that is did it. How much time do we have left? The manager looks at his fake Rolex <laughs> on his arm. It's around. 10 hours. So we have 10 hours to find an illusionist who just walked right through a wall by locksmith herself, subdued her and and manages right now to keep her somewhere where she can't escape with her powers. Guys, I, I don't know where we even start. Yeah, where do we start, leader? Well... <laughs> I think we have to we have to talk to the witch finders. Uh, just as you have that th- uh, thought, uh, Charlotte, your phone rings. Oh. Okay. Y- your phone your phone rings and what you can see on the phone is you get a call from the Bureau of Superhuman Affairs. Okay. I will answer the phone. Hey, uh, you were asking us about weird stuff going on in Riverside, right? That would need superhero I- uh, intervention. Uh, yes. We just got a call in that was delivered to the SOS. They're going to be sending someone in the near future. At the north end of Riverside in the industrial district, apparently there's been a bomb threat in a factory. Uh, apparently that's that wasn't just now. We just now got the news in. That was like a couple of hours ago. They're emptying out the entire building. With you being the new superheroes here, might be interesting for you. Uh, thank you so much for that information. Um... Yeah, uh, we will check it out. And if you have any more information, please just let me know. Uh, I can give you the address and yes, what please. factory, uh, what kind of factory is this? Uh, they're like, uh, they make board games. Um, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Upper Night Rider 15. Ugh. Okay. It's not Glad even... to help. And the call ends. We are gonna fight okay. the Monopoly man. Think, okay. We are gonna fight the Monopoly man. <laughs> we are gonna punch his head off. Okay, uh, I tell the others. Uh, I just got a call, and apparently there was uh, a bomb threat at a factory that makes board games. I think we should check it out. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, yeah, you you find there relatively easily, and I think it's not that hard to convince the other team to go there with you. Yeah. <laughs> in this situation. Uh yeah. You make it you make your way there. The manager has a car. <laughs> so the ones of you who don't have super speed can drive. Oh, we don't have to take the bus. That's cool. Yeah, we don't have That's funny because <laughs> taking the bus is somewhat of a theme in my role playing games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you took the bus to Riverside. Yeah, we did. Uh yeah, you make your way to the factory and by the time you get there, the bomb threat was called a couple hours earlier. The workers aren't there anymore. Apparently, they just went home for the day while they're waiting for, like, a superhero team to show up and deal with it. Uh, Which, at this point, is still... Everybody thinks it's the SOS because it's not really gotten around yet that you're a superhero team in the area. Hey, Moon, can you defuse bombs? (laughs) Depends on the bomb, honestly. I mean, explosives are not really my forte, but technology is technology. And if we can't, I mean... We are at the edge of the sea. Charlotte can just run it out onto the water, I guess. And I mean, the fish I don't suppose. care. Oh, hold on. Fish do <laughs> care. 
bomb fishing is a thing. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, well, be- better the fish than the people. Yeah, but if you run fast enough, you can maybe throw it very, very high from like just acceleration. Yeah, just throw it into the sun, or at least the <laughs> upper atmosphere. <laughs> Um, But what about the sun people who live on the sun? Uh, what about airplanes that fly like that? <laughs> I think if you can live on the sun, a little bomb will not hurt you. Oh no, it's a one weakness. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> We're poor normal beings made from nuclear radiation who live on the sun, but we can't stand dynamite. <laughs> it's so weak in comparison to other things. It goes r- right past our defenses. It hurts our chemical composition. Um, Julian, I know we we did this when we first came to Riverside, but I would like a vibe check on the area. Specifically, if I find any sort of... I'm not, I don't really know. You don't get a... I'm, go, I'm just going to tell you like... Can I scan for, for active minds? Yeah, what I mean is you can't scan a lot. Like, unless your reach is really high, because it's there's been a bomb threat called. Uh, mm. That's not just the building. The surrounding buildings have also been evacuated. Okay. So just generally, no one really around. And in case you were looking for specifically like a villain or whatever, uh, you also don't get any other like clear signs from the building itself. So it seems like it's mostly empty. So at least, I mean, we can do collateral damage. At least there's no people. I can get hurt. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance to roll and unleash your powers on this. Yeah, but because I think... Just to extend your senses. Yeah. Maybe you can get something more. Okay. Also, did someone... I assume that someone explained Monopoly to Moon on the way. <laughs> I would just like to add that Max has never played Monopoly because there's a game that's exactly like Monopoly in Dreamland, <laughs> but it's not called that. <laughs> it's called Cartel... Cartelopoly. Yes. It's Cartelopoly. Cartel City. Um... That's a five. Uh, I will just mark potential and you can tell me how incredibly wrong this gets. I'm just going to tell you one thing, just in case you don't you have need any ideas. Someone could notice. I was thinking about the it draws immediate unnot- um, unwanted attention thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That could be a very interesting thing right now. You could. If I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say something that happens. Something that happens. You try to feel around for for someone close by, for someone in the area, and you get you get something. You get something very very weak that comes from the factory building. You get like basically y- you don't get clear emotions. You get something that you've at this point noticed with a couple other people before, which is you get what humans emit while they're dreaming. Oh. You get this this very light outpour of emotion, mm-hmm. which usually to you feels like a slightly weird, weakened, condensed version of what the people felt throughout the day before. Yeah, but just and you get and a very light pinch and... of fear. You get like light fear coming to you. Someone in there is, I mean, there's someone inside and they're sleeping or or dreaming, and they're afraid. I think this could be Gale. Guys, we have to go in. That's good news. Uh, well, I should probably be the one to go in. Then let's go. I'm, I'll be right um, behind you. Just slower. No, let me let me check out the situation first, okay? I think Before that's a bad idea. <sighs> Sorry? I think that's a bad idea. Y- you shouldn't go in alone. But what if we trigger the bomb immediately when we go in? Who said anything about what a bomb? What if they attack you and you're out? 
Moon, Sorry? Moon, uh, that's that's the kind of downside I'm giving you for that failed role. Yeah. It's you feel you need to act like now. Like yeah, really that's quick. what I was I was getting that okay. vibe. Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna wait until you scout the entire thing out. If if Gail is in there and she's afraid, then we have to act now. I'm going in. If you want to come with me or not, that's your decision. But Charlotte, I'm not going to wait until you do your thing alone again or worse something happens to you and we stand here waiting for you to come back and no i'm going in there right now and moon starts marching towards the i guess whatever kind of entryway there is towards the factory. there's multiple ones there's like a big metal uh, door that's also meant for like vehicles mm. to get in and out and there's like a regular employee entrance okay I- max follows moon I- What? I start uh, speed running and take both of them over and enter oh, the building. Okay. Charlotte starts speed run running. Ahead. What kind of games are you speed running? Do you have any world records yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna have. It. I'm just gonna describe what happens. Okay, Charlotte runs through the main entrance and actually comes across, uh, notices once she's inside that this building isn't that dissimilar from from your main base. Like you get the feeling that a lot of the warehouses and factories here were kind of built in the same scheme. Uh, maybe by mm-hmm. the same architect and you run in you run ahead and uh, as you get to like the center of the factory there's two things you notice really quickly that are kind of weird the first thing is this thing was evacuated beyond because of a bomb threat but you notice that the factory is running like there's a lot of machines that are still active even though there's no one there anymore to supervise them uh, that's the first thing you mention uh, you notice the second thing you notice as you run around like the hallways is that there's a big machine somewhere around the center of this factory that from what you can see seems to be some sort of press to put like the small figures for maybe a monopoly maybe like similar games into shape and on top of that machine like haphazardly tied onto there is gale and you notice that with the position she's currently in she's slightly slipping closer and closer to the conveyor belt Uh, she doesn't seem to be conscious. You uh, you definitely notice that her eyes are closed and she doesn't seem to be doing anything about this slippage. Okay, I scream, Gail is there, and point to her and run up to her. Yeah, you can get up there pretty easily. And the others hear it from outside and run in. And you, you yeah, you get up to Gail. She's tied there with like a rope, but it's not like, it's not that thick. Like that's very, you get the feeling that that's relatively easy to get off of her. Mm-hmm. So I try to do that. Yeah, you do. You basically rip it off and she starts sliding sliding down a little bit. But I'm going to say it's not that hard for you to catch her. Mm-hmm. But something you do notice is uh, when you basically remove her from where she was lying, you see that underneath her, there were like a couple wires oh, that no. you didn't notice in your haste oh, uh, tied no. together that, she, that her presence was basically keeping from touching. And now that she's gone away, these wires connect. Uh, and before you can really react, you hear a, a swishing noise. And oh, no. you hear like a shudder go through uh, the machine you're currently on. And it explodes. And the first thing you see is a tiny flame. You see a tiny flame down at the part where the plastic is pressed together. Oh, no. It seems to be from some sort of heat valve that has overheated at exactly this moment. And it seems to be pretty easily fixable until you see the much bigger second flame on the other side of the machine, right next to a large built-up pile of metal barrels right next to the machine, seems to be 
catching a little bit of that fire coming out of the side and the fire seems to be spreading between them. You only notice how these things happen in concession because of your super senses. And so you notice really mm. quickly that's flammable liquid and it's about to explode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and that's where we end the episode. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's perfect. That's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love failed roles. Yeah, yeah. Now it's uh, you arguing outside, Charlotte alone in the exploding building, and you guys are still out there. That's not how I thought this would go, but I'm really glad this is how. I it mean, goes. I started <laughs> um, like like speed walking towards that. So if this explodes so you're like at the entrance yeah you're like in the foyer maybe yeah oh yeah i'm still close uh, closest after like charlotte and gail too well now well now moon and max definitely have something to be angry (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes inter-team conflict (laughs) yeah i feel like we're already pretty angry at you (laughs) yes (laughs) i know so good all right um (laughs) We have, uh, we're going to be back in two weeks. Until then, we have social media. We have a Twitter, a Tumblr, an Instagram, and a TikTok. All of them at Waypoint Pod. Go there, check us out, write us a few messages. We've had someone live blog, like our first two episodes there recently. It's great. I love it. Which was amazing. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And... If you want to engage with us in any way, do it there. I'm also working on some, like, not amazing, but, like, I I feel all right costume designs for the main cast right now. I'm going to post them to those once they're they're ready. And uh, if you want to check that out, do it. If you want to send us pics of your pets, do it. If you want to tell us, hey, I actually enjoy this thing you're doing, absolutely do it. Uh, that That makes my week. It makes all of our weeks. Don't forget yes, the email definitely. address. Yeah, and don't forget the email address, waypointheroes uh, at gmail.com. Also write us there if you're a fan who wants to write us something or if you're a sponsor. Because, man, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if we could make money off of this? I would <laughs> or love Or if you that. don't have any social media, like, you know, a, a uh, smart person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't interact with us in any of those places, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, you will hear from us anyways in two weeks through your podcasting app of choice. And until then, bye bye. Bye.